This is the Hagman Report, where truth can't be silenced, no matter how hard they try. And they are trying, folks, with me in the Situation Room. This is a very special program today. Today is the first day of December 2020. With me in the Situation Room is Randy Taylor, analyst with the Hagman Report. Uh, I just want to announce the reason, the reason for the switch, by the way. I just have to say this. I'll take congratulations and cigars, okay? Okay. I'm smoking a cigar right now, as a matter of fact, because my daughter, Jackie, the wife of Eric the Tech, yesterday had a healthy, beautiful baby girl, okay, uh, Noel, and she's just so darling. She's six pounds, a couple of ounces over six pounds, and uh, mom and baby are doing very well, Eric the Tech, uh, along with uh, uh, my grandson, Dean, boy, he's got his hands full. So he is out this week. So we are coming to you from the Situation Room, Randy Taylor and myself. And uh, uh, Randy Taylor is, is, I've known him for a couple of decades. And I got to tell you, he is one of the best of the best. We are facing an, elect, uh, an election crisis and the crisis in America. Obviously, I don't have to tell you that. Uh, right now, President, Ju- uh, President Trump, Nevada judge, orders inspection of election equipment in Clark County, of course, Folks, did you see the marathon um, hearing in front of the Republican legislature in Nevada yesterday? Uh, also, Joe DeGeneva saying a fired DHS official referencing Chris Krebs should be taken out of Don and shot for defending election results. Pretty strong words there, I got I to gotta say. Uh, but is that, is that uh, I have to ask you, is that not? appropriate um lynn wood of course parallel investigations sydney powell lynn wood uh parallel investigations parallel uh suits along with rudy giuliani and uh, jenna ellis so there we have it uh today they're in michigan and uh one of the things randy and i want to say first of all welcome my goodness i haven't welcomed you how are you doing today i'm good buddy how you doing Oh, I'm just, I'll tell you what, if I was any better, it'd be two people, but uh, <laughs> you, you got, you got to know it's been a busy couple of, a uh, couple of days. So. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, congratulations on the grandchild. That's fantastic. And uh, hopefully she looks more like the mom than Eric. Oh, you, you know what? I'll tell you what, uh, check this out on the screen. There you go. She's a beautiful young lady. I don't know if I can uh, if I can do this. Well, that's all right. She's just a beautiful or beautiful. Young, she's a beautiful uh, a baby girl. So <laughs> that's what like three hours of sleep does to you, right? When you're following this stuff and you got five thousand things going on. Um, as I see it, Randy Taylor, there's four paths to victory. You've got Georgia, Michigan, Arizona, uh, which would give uh, President Trump. Uh, 43 electoral votes for 275 and that goes all the way down to the fourth which would be michigan arizona wisconsin uh which would give him 37 or 269 kick it to the house and then you've got uh, the house to uh the electoral uh, uh decision there um so yesterday well you watched the hearing as i did because i had some right time. it was in, in arizona Yes. Yeah, so let, let's talk about that hearing. Uh, Dr. Shiva, by the way, I just bring it out. My goodness, what an incredible 
if you walked away from that hearing and you didn't think, I mean, if, if you think that, that nothing happened uh, or that, you know, there was no fraud, election fraud, I, I don't know what to tell you. Your brain dead. I, th- I think the hearing yesterday was better than the Pennsylvania hearing, truthfully. Yeah, I, I do too. Just, just, just my, just my opinion. I, uh, it was very straightforward, uh, full of knowledge. Um, the only, the only part that got a little tricky was the gentleman that was the mathematician uh, that was sitting in the room. Um, was that the colonel? Yeah. No, no, not the colonel. The other guy, kind of a geeky type, got kicked off of Twitter for oh, his a Bobby Pitt. Yeah. Yes. That, that guy, and you can tell he's a numbers lover, that, that man listening to him, I understood what he was saying, Yeah. but, and, and I'm actually very good with numbers and he lost me a couple of times where he had to stop for just one second, re-register it and then run with it again. He was sharp as a tack. Um, the gentleman, the doctor, he said that you mentioned v- VJ. Uh, Dr. Shiva. And I don't, I can't pronounce his last name. Shiva. Doc, yeah. Yeah, he was he was um, uh, very succinct to the point. The colonel, um, I really, really, um, everybody that spoke all the way down to the end with the lady in the white hat. That you know, she, they may have just thought that was some old lady in a white hat, but she was sharp. She knew what she was talking about. She knew she was addressing important people. She gave it the full seriousness that that type of hearing should have. The thing that just infuriates me beyond belief is while we're having this hearing you've got this the secretary of state signing off and the governor signing off and i just can't comprehend what's happened in america where we have so much evidence of voter fraud and what i noticed yesterday and i like this because i was hoping it would uh, turn into something with each speaker, each person that spoke, each witness, they asked, how many votes do you think this affected? And as you started doing up the tabulation, it was more than enough to, to turn the election. That was smart. After each witness, how many votes do you think this affected? You know, boom, 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 boom. How many votes do you think? Because honestly, when they're in Pennsylvania, there wasn't enough focus on that. And that's what they keep getting thrown in their faces is, okay, yeah, there's a, there's always going to be a certain amount of fraud, but was it enough to turn the election? Yesterday, they more than proved that more than, more than proved that they had enough that if it was investigated, really could seriously turn the election. And if those legislators in Arizona don't do something, we've lost our way as a country. They've lost their way as, as legislators because yeah. what I, what I saw yesterday, I'm, I'm, and I, and I can play devil's advocate all day long. Um, but I'm sorry. It was very convincing. They did much better than they did in Pennsylvania. I hope they do well in Michigan today. There was some rumor floating around that Giuliani wasn't going to be able to speak because of he didn't have firsthand knowledge and all, but that scuttlebutt off the internet, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the one thing that kind of jumps out at me though, is in Georgia with this uh, Kemp guy. Oh, 
Yes. And, bear in, and, bear, and bear in mind, in Arizona and Georgia, we're talking about GOP governors, which stinks in it, within itself. But And these are governors that Trump helped get elected. Okay, and that, that, that I mean, for them to turn on him and leave him and desert him is unforgivable. And if they think the people are going to forget about that, they're absolutely out of their trees. They will pay for that. In fact, they'll have to switch parties if they want to keep any kind of political job. One thing I'm noticing in Georgia, we're getting this recount, recount, recount. The colonel said something yesterday that everybody needs to remember. It's a phrase that I use. Um, Analysts use it. I've used it for years because I learned it from another analyst. Garbage in, garbage out. That's right. Okay. It's difficult, impossible actually, to analyze garbage for other than what it is. Garbage, junk. Okay. So if you're not going to go back where they're, what they're doing, let's say that the election process is three steps. Okay. One, two, and three. If the first part with the envelopes and the ballots is corrupted. Right. We can sit here and go back to step number two of counting those until the cows come home. And we're going to come up with the same result, which is what they're doing. They're now what? In their fifth recount? Uh, duh. You're just I, And I don't understand that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't even see, I don't even understand the logic. I, I expect more integrity. The American people expect more integrity, more intelligence in at executive levels from, from the politicians we put in office. If this is as smart as the governor in Georgia is, you made a big mistake putting him in office, okay? Because honestly, he's a moron. You're talking about you, which you're, you're talking about camp in I'm, Georgia? Or are you talking, I mean, specifically? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, in Georgia, in Georgia, they're recounting and recounting and recounting, but they're recounting the same crap that was corrupted. It doesn't make any, any difference. They can count it 10 times. They're going to come up with the same result because they can't get back to the very source of the problem. Right. And that, that the problem, the problem is the ballots themselves being separated and not verified when they came in, same crap in every other state. This whole process is shot. And they keep talking about these five states. Tell you the truth, these five states are the tip of the iceberg. I agree. Anywhere that they anywhere that they have these Dominion voting machines, they should be going back and ripping through that stuff. Okay. It has been proven and proven and reproven that these machines can be corrupted. And I'll tell you the truth. Every machine in the United States should be the same machine. Every voting machine should be the same machine, period. Uh, yeah. The federal government, the federal government needs to put it out there and say, if you want to participate, member of Republic, this is what you'll use. Because you're answering to us and you're participating in a federal election. You should do these state elections, I don't care. But if you're going to participate in the federal election, this is 
what you'll use, and this is how you'll do it. And they need to get the politics out of it. I shouldn't ever go in there and see that the supervisor of elections is a Democrat or a Republican. That should have no bearing. This shouldn't even be a a political seat. We're we're screwed up there. And and if we don't fix this, the sad part is, and I think what scares a lot of these legislators and these people that Giuliani's appealing to is they're terrified that if the counts were wrong or the machines were altered in this federal election and it's proven, then they're sitting there looking at their own seats and going, wow, maybe I didn't really get elected. And I think that's what scares them. I, I think they're afraid to say there's something wrong with the voting machines because the first thing that's going to come back is Democrats are going to start filing lawsuits going, well, they need, then you were obviously not elected. They have you, to, you see what I'm saying? You, you yeah. see, you see with the, the it, it's going to open a Pandora's box that needs to be opened. No, I, I, agree. I agree. The entire vote needs to be audited. It, it, well, actually the entire election in my view, needs to be invalidated. Everything decertified because exactly, exactly. There's, there's no conference. and done and done over. It, well, according to the Constitution, there are remedies here, and the, and the remedy is the uh, states can pick the electors, um, and then of course send it to the House um, for for the vote and send uh, it for the vote of the uh, vice president, but uh, House for the president, Senate the vice president. Uh, in the in the present structure so and, and you mentioned the voting machines now dominion of course comes across as a big uh, voting machine you've got dominion you've got es and s you've got uh, premier which is a offshoot of uh or with uh, diebold uh, machines actually 10x and heart and all of these operate off the sgo smartmatic um uh well actually uh, demtech uh uh SGO Smartmatic, Demtech is a shell company for SGO Smartmatic, but they all operate off the basically the same software. And inherent within the software is the ability to these the, the software and these machines were created not to tabulate the votes, but to change the votes, uh, to manipulate the votes. And you saw, and everyone saw it in Nevada, uh, folks. If you didn't, if you didn't see that, or Arizona yesterday, if you didn't see that. Uh, at least check the highlights where uh, it, it was determined, as you said, uh, uh, the vote was tossed. Well, where the vote, yeah, where the votes broken into decimals. Yes, yes. How, how can you have a fractional? How can you have fractional voting in an election? You can't. <laughs> in no. Democrat land, you do. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently. So, and the and the thing and the thing is, like you said, this is a feature. Why would you have that feature in a voting machine? And and how and you know it, it blows my mind that people are not, um, and we have to talk about this because we, we have to we have to go. I think um, we we have to do a little bit of speculating here as to where this is going to end up in a larger sense because um, you've got uh, clearly a situation that's existed for twenty years, at least twenty years. You, you go back to the Motor Voter Act, actually when these machines started coming in and, and then look at all of the revisions and iterations of these machines and the software, since my goodness, 
since that time and then today where I think the left overplayed their hands by um, by stopping the vote and then changing the tally. And this is my question to you. This is to you because I, I have not heard this. Diana West, on uh, uh, she, she, she wrote the book American Betrayal. Diana West brought this up, and I want to know the answer to this. I want to know what you think. Who made the call to stop the voting on election night or to pretend stop the vote? Who made that call? I don't know. This this is it's like Giuliani says. Six different people didn't get up election morning, November third, and decide to do this. This is this is very very well correlated. This is this is deeper than we can imagine. There's names we don't even know behind the scenes that that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but this is very coordinated effort. This is not a coincidence. This is not a fluke. This is uh, this was very coordinated. Absolutely, it was. Uh, this is an overthrow. This is a continuation of what's been going on in the last four and a half, five years against President Trump. But it's really not against President Trump. It's against you and me. It's against every American. If you're watching this, it's against you. And, and we've we've seen this this take take shape in, in different manners and forms. Um, and I think this is kind of the last gasp here. If we don't get this right, we're not going to end up, we're, we're not going to survive as a nation. I, I don't know. Would you agree with that? Well, the, who the, yeah. Who's going to vote? Who's going to trust the vote? Now the, 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 the liberals and the people are denying this has happened. Yeah. They're maybe they're happy with this system. You know, I don't know. I, they act like, like I said, I don't, I don't know how they get to work every day. Um, in their Priuses. I, I don't know how that. Yeah, well, but but I'm saying I don't I don't understand how people function. I, I don't get how people function in society with with the the lack of intellect that these people have, and that they're happy, they're okay with election fraud. I, I don't. I, I. Well, it's you know it's always happened, yeah. right? And, and it's, yeah. It's, it's, Let's make the distinction, too. And we did this um, with Brandon House. Uh, election fraud versus voter fraud. Voter fraud is stuffing the ballot boxes, you know, signature mismatches, um, ballot harvesting where it's illegal and such. Election fraud is actually going into these machines and and tossing the vote mm-hmm. to Joe Biden or whoever it might yeah. be in a, a la uh, Hugo Chavez. So, uh, and, well, that... that and and the ease at which this was done with usb drives oh yeah and 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 for someone to actually get up and say well there's just no way that they could have hacked these machines (laughs) any any machine can be hacked and i'm glad the colonel brought that up yesterday any software can be hacked any computer can be hacked And, and for someone to to brazenly say you know that no that's impossible and this was uh, the safest election uh you know that we've ever had no no not no and 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 for someone to say that and just involuntarily as far as i'm concerned voluntarily say that says that they had knowledge or something there's i think that people are afraid that they're going to get found out that they didn't do their jobs. And then there's people that are afraid that they're going to get caught for cheating. I mean, there's a whole 
variety of fear here on the other side. And even people that are in the middle because of what's coming up. I mean, I try and look at both sides of this. I go, okay, does someone want to come out and say there's election fraud? No. And yes, I want, I want it straightened out because I, 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 you know what? A lot of people have fought and died. A lot of people are sitting at home right now, missing limbs, disfigured for life. Yeah. So, so we could vote. We are the beacon of the democratic process in the world. Isn't that why we went into Iraq was to instill democracy? So what do we instill? Now, you see what I'm saying? This goes back to the very foundations of our country and what we stand for. And they're making a joke out of it. And they, they're not willing to admit or even examine that something could be wrong. And I think, like I said, I think it's fear of they're going to look at it and go, well, maybe I shouldn't have my job. Well, I, I, I there's, there's some, if I was, if I was in Arizona, I would have got up this morning and I would have been absolutely up everybody's butt in the legislation about overriding that secretary of state. I would have made headline news this morning I would have went down in history as the one that made it right because that would put immense pressure on these other states because now you set a precedent and because this is going to end up in front of a Supreme Court and I, and I honestly think it'll end up in front of the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court's going to kick five or six states out of the voting process for 2020 and say, sorry, you're, you're, you're out of the electoral college, done. And it'll go, it will be what, 46 states? Well, I, I, I guess they'd have to kick. I'm not sure how that would work um, from a constitutional perspective because the Supreme well, Court. That's fine. Well, wait a minute. From a constitutional perspective, look at what we're looking at. Well, anything goes. Yeah, apparently, you know, you're right on that. Um, I, I, the Supreme Court is only going to want to hear, at least in my view, is only going to want to hear. They're, they're not going to take a look at evidence. The Supreme Court will not look at evidence. They're going to look at constitutional law. And this is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is kind of my understanding. If you would say, um, I'm, uh, my voting rights have been violated because of the voting fraud. Now, that's a constitutional issue. That goes back to the Civil Rights Act. Okay, so that's, that's where this could really um, have bite. And now... Uh, like him, hate him, uh, have no opinion of him. Dr. Jerome Corsi was talking about a case uh, that was actually uh, a, a pet favored uh, pet of Justice Roberts. And that was the uh, Perez case a couple of years ago. Perez v. Uh, oh, goodness, uh, I wrote it down here somewhere. But it was a case that happened a couple of years ago that uh, John, Justice Roberts said, hey, uh, there is a violation against the, of, of one's voting act or voting rights here. And uh, um, this is how it could possibly go, uh, at least at the Supreme Court level. And the Supreme Court could kick this back to the states and say, okay, look, you're going to have to send the electors. And if that's the case, you've got 29 states uh, versus uh, uh, 21 on the, on, on the left. 
And uh, it could very well be a Supreme Court win that way. That's one of the ways this could go. I, what are your thoughts? I mean, is that, is that well, we just we yeah we discussed that before that it's not going to be a criminal procedure that solves this. It's it's going to be I'm sorry, it's not going to be a criminal thing that solves this. It's going to be a procedural issue. Correct. And that's where that's where the problem is. It's the procedure and people's rights were violated. And every time it's like they pointed out yesterday, every time somebody violates a vote that's a strike against somebody that did the vote properly right right i hate to think that my vote only counted as two you know three remember three-fifths uh, uh, back in the day three-fifths if you're yeah. yeah and they have they have if if this stays present course right okay and it didn't end up in front of the supreme court we might as well just go to kings and dictators because we're done. We're done. Nobody's nobody's going to trust the vote again. It's, I mean, think about it. If your vote didn't count, then what the hell would you vote for? And the other thing they have to look out is what's going to happen with the people that feel like they got screwed. That's and there's that's a bigger picture. That's that's yeah. That's my fear. Um, that's what I fear. What is going to happen, do you think? Because now this calls for speculation, but man, I'll tell you what, we have to take a look. There's at a, yeah, there's a lot of angry people out there. Right. Um, and I'm not talking about just the, the malls on social media and on the news and all that. There's angry people. There's patriots that are angry. They really, they really need to get this straightened out. And the frustration is only going to build if these states don't sit down and listen to these to this evidence that Giuliani's presenting to them, and the other, and what's her name, Ellis. Yeah. If they don't listen to the if they don't listen to these people, there's going to be an explosion. And I hope they're smart enough to realize that. I mean, the, if if they're that if they don't realize that, then they're way out of touch with the people. Because people are angry. People are flat angry. I'm pissed. Okay. I don't, this is not what I signed. This isn't what I signed up for. Nor, nor, this nor. isn't what, this is, this isn't what I defended. This isn't, no, no, no. And anyone who's taken a note should realize exactly what you're saying. So, okay. Um, For lack of better terms, this is bullshit. <laughs> sadly, sadly, you're right. Um, and and and, and, I, and you know, I, I they have to do something about it, plain and simple, or there's going to be an explosion. And and I hope they're listening. I hope you understand what we're saying. Fix it. Get to the bottom of it, okay? Because we there is a, this is a tidal wave that I, I can see out there in the ocean coming. I can see it a ways off and you need to fix it or we're all going to be underwater. Um, yeah. And it's going to be different. It's kind of difficult right now from at least my vantage position to see what, uh, what kind of destruction this tidal wave is going to uh, bestow upon us. But, you know, is there, there was some discussion, Brandon house interviewed uh, general Michael Flynn over the weekend. And um, I spoke to, to Brandon House and 
General Flynn uh, uh, will hopefully be on this program. But he was talking about the Insurrection Act. He was, uh, him and, and uh, General McInerney were talking about, again, the Insurrection Act, um, you know, military trials. Uh, uh, we're talking about Abraham Lincoln kind of activity. What are your thoughts on that? I say do it. That's what they're there for. That's what the rules are there for. Suspension of hate. Um, I mean, you know, you're, you're looking at. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Do it. This is what's going on cannot continue. And I expect more out of the president. You know, we're, we're all out here uh, pounding and pounding for him. Uh, do what you got to do. Like, run through your legal channels. If it doesn't work out, then I say, do what you got to do. There's more going on here than meets the eye. And the president does have certain powers. And there is an insurrection happening. There's treason happening. Um, there's constitutional violations of the wazoo. Where this is not how this country operates. And do what you got to do to restore order. And I'm, I'm with it, and I back you up 110%. And that's that. And I think that the uh, if he sits down and, and talks with the right people, they're going to 100% agree with him. This isn't, this isn't like... Uh, you know, we want to overthrow democracy and and turn it into a dictatorship. That's not the case at all. But we're trying to restore democ democracy to this republic. Yes, but it's it's my belief that once we give up rights, uh, regardless of who, who you know, once the government, once we give up rights, our rights to the government, whether we suspend habeas corpus or. Uh, you, you know, the they're talking about invoking the Insurrection Act, which. I suppose, um, I guess I wouldn't really be giving up our rights, um, at least not directly. But having said that, historically, we don't get them back. So in this case, because he is Donald Trump, you're okay with it? What if this was, yeah. I don't know, Obama doing this? Would Obama, if he's doing it for the right reasons, but Obama's part of the problem here. Obama's a lot of the problem. I don't know if you heard him on the news. I saw a clip this morning. He's about a third term. No. Yeah. No, I'll do the time. I, I agree with you. By, by the way, folks, you're listening to the Hagman Report. This is the Hagman Report situation. And with me again is Randy Taylor. This is the Hagman Report Situation Room. I just want to uh, say the reason we're having this show today in this fashion and really the rest of the week like this is because uh, my daughter had a baby girl yesterday, Eric the Tech, of course. That's his, my daughter. That's his wife. And uh, so he's busy doing daddy things. And I want to congratulate my daughter and Eric the Tech on the birth of a healthy baby girl. I'm a grandpa again. So it's all good. But Randy Taylor is with me right here on the situation or in the situation room. And uh, that's what I like to call it, given the fact that we are looking at so many things taking place uh, right now. The headlines are, are like hourly. How did we fit a year's worth of headlines really in one day? That's my question. Um, or a year's worth of headlines in a week or a week's worth of headlines in an hour. That just seems to be going quickly. Speaking of going quickly, Christmas is going to come soon enough, folks. Just imagine this. 
you make a list of gifts you're going to buy for the holidays. Just imagine this now. And then someone randomly gives you the money to help buy one. Sounds good, doesn't it? Hey, I'll take it. Well, that's exactly what Honey, our corporate sponsor, is doing. They're helping pay for $1 million worth of gifts. Yes, that's right. You're probably wondering, is this the same Honey that automatically searches for promo codes online? Yes, yes it is. With Honey, you can also make a list of all of the holiday gifts you want from certain stores. And Honey will email you when the price drops on anything on your list. Pretty good. That's really good. Just add Honey to your computer, create a free account, and throw some holiday gifts on your Dropbox for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them the money to help buy something on their list. This is something to take advantage of, folks. You know, I have a Dropbox list because I don't ask, like, I don't ask for anything. So it's kind of cool to put stuff in the Dropbox list and uh, stuff that I want Honey to help pay for. And uh, some of the things on there, oh, I no, I'm not going to tell you. But you can do the same thing, and I urge you to do the same thing. Folks, no purchase is necessary. You need a PayPal account to redeem the prize. However, only valid in the U.S. Giveaway ends 12 21 20. That's, uh, that's coming quick, right? Even though it, it seems like it's far away, it's coming quickly. Here's what you need to do. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash hagman. Two ends on Hagman. That's joinhoney.com slash Hagman. Again, two ends on Hagman. Take advantage of this offer. And, and folks, if you're not if you're not using Honey, you are losing money, or you're actually spending more than you need to. So please uh, do yourself a solid. Do me a favor and join Honey at joinhoney.com/hagman. You're going to be glad you did. All right, Randy Taylor. Let's get back to let's get back to the things we need to talk about. Again, so many things taking place. It seems like a, a compression of time, but many headlines. And and I do believe right now that we, if we don't fix this, like Randy says, if we don't fix this, uh, there's really nothing else that matters. If we don't take care of this now, there's nothing else that matters. With Randy Taylor, analyst, uh, uh, we are coming at you in this venue in an abbreviated broadcast because Eric the Tech is off taking care of a new uh, grandbaby of mine. Noel, welcome to the world, born yesterday. So, um, analyst Randy. And kid, we're, and kid, we're trying to fix it for you. Say what? And what? Tell your tell your granddaughter we're trying to fix it for her. No, that's, yeah, very, very true. This is why we're doing what we're doing. And this is why... Randy Taylor does what he does is because he's a red blood of the American Patriot. He's served his country. He has, uh, uh, he knows what's at stake and he's got a family and he knows what we need to do. And folks, you do too. And that's why you're listening. And, and I, I want to thank everyone for joining us and, uh, thank you global star radio network for, uh, this broadcast. And, and by the way, folks, uh, please support us and join us on page or, uh, join us on rumble bookmark. You'll have to, uh, subscribe to us on rumble but uh, create an account there it's free and, and then just you'll get notifications of our of our programs but this is a time right now that you need to follow what what we're saying what randy's saying randy's believe it or not randy's got 
sources that I, that, that I don't have now. Um, Jack was and obvious. Well, his sources are, you know, what I'm saying he's got his people. I've got my people. We've got our people, but uh, uh, Randy is uh, Randy is not to be toyed or trifled with. And he also has got some very, very good uh, uh, sources with their ears to the ground and connect very well. <laughs> My wife, my wife showed me, my wife showed me a t-shirt the other day. I said, go ahead and get it for me. It says, when you get to my age, the thought of doing life in prison really doesn't sound that bad. Think about that. It's funny, but hey, thank, um, yeah, think about it. The um, Something else, and I don't know what uh, what you've heard on it and maybe you could throw something my way on this is the, um, I have my ear to the ground, but I'm getting kind of some mixed stories on it. Are these servers in Frankfurt? Right. And there's some scuttlebutt out there, some word around the campfire that some of our military forces went in to get the servers and there was some problems with because it was in a CIA farm. Yes. And some people, some people may have been injured or killed. What do you got on that, man? Well, again, uh, I would turn you to the broadcast of Brennan House where General McInerney. That's, you know, that's where I, and she said, I don't know. I, I know once a general, always a general. Uh-huh. I just, um, and I also know how things get covered up. I've seen it firsthand over the years. If that's um, the case, by the way, Randy, if that's the case, if we, so, okay, just so people, in case you didn't hear this, uh, the Skytel, S-C-Y-T-L, the company, uh, had servers in Frankfurt, Germany. They were in Barcelona. Servers, right? servers that were tabulating U.S. votes. Yes, it, which blows my flipping mind. When did we agree to that? But, okay, so. Think of a building with a server uh, farm, if you will, in this building that is protected by CIA assets. Or let me rephrase that paramilitary contractors. Yeah, contractors. Right. So the story goes that the military went after physical possession of these servers and there were casualties. Now, it's all bungled up from there. We, We don't know. We really don't know what the hell happened. Oh, and, and anyone, by the way, if anyone says they do, you better really question them. I mean, you better, you better kind of, in my view anyway, if, if they say, oh, I could tell you exactly what happened and they don't have bars, or, like, bars yeah. on their shoulder. Yeah. Usually things like that don't see the light of day. No, um, no, they'll, um, they'll, they would, someone had said, I, I read I caught this this morning. I was still half asleep drinking coffee. I was up really early this morning. Um, now I can attest. To- I was up early. Be- I was up early because of this. Because of this stuff. It's just it's just chewing away at my head. But um, someone had said that the um, where we were, we lost a helicopter in Egypt. Yes, that the people that were in that helicopter were actually part of the force that went into Germany to snap. Listen, guys, I can tell you something. Okay. We, when, when things like this go down, you're never going to get the whole truth. This stuff gets buried, manipulated, 
files get changed. I can tell you right now, military files get changed. Okay. You know, you see, you see in the movies where so-and-so is deceased, but he's not, this is, they don't just, they didn't just pull that out of their butt. Okay. This is kind of, this is, this is our world. This is what goes on. And I'll tell you what, I saw a lot of things firsthand in the war on terror. Okay. When I decided after being approached to help out with securing the United States against Al-Qaeda, which at the time was Al-Qaeda. It was before ISIS and all that. Right. Was, um, in fact, when ISIS really started coming in, I had kind of pulled back a little bit because Obama was in office, Clinton. Yeah, people were starting to treat me very differently um, in the Justice Department and DOJ. And I just, for whatever reasons, Doug knows the reasons, I walked away. But I learned a lot in that time, all through the Bush administration, part of the Obama administration. I learned an awful lot about how things operate. Nowadays, as a civilian, okay. Now, when I was in the military, I knew how things operated. You would see things that would happen, and then you would read the newspaper, and what was in the newspaper was totally different than what actually happened, okay. Your orders always came from the same place. You never really knew who you were working for. <laughs> okay, plain and simple. What I saw in the war on terror was flat manipulation of the people and of the press. You make the story. What, what's it? Tell the story right. Tell the story right. And that's really what it boils down to. So as far as what happened in Frankfurt, we're never going to know. It's even if someone comes out and says it, there'll be so many people that would dispute it. They wouldn't even bother saying it. Okay. I'm just saying it's one of those things that's it's going to get swept away. And that's that. We wouldn't even know if they got the servers or not. But this really begs the question. Why are tabulation servers for U.S. elections in Frankfurt, Germany? If nothing else, let's forget about the CIA. And I don't care if it was the Salvation Army that had the servers, okay? Or the Girl Scouts. I don't care. Why are they in Frankfurt, Germany? These are U.S. elections. They should not be offshore. They shouldn't even be in Hawaii or Alaska. They should be in the U.S. mainland. This is U.S. elections. And as soon as you've got servers overseas, I'll tell you right now, I've had online companies. And I can go in. I, I mean, I had IT people, but I also had master passwords where I could go in and change anything on, on the websites and in the servers. Sure. I could do it at 10 o'clock at night from my house. So don't tell me. And we had, and I'll tell you right now, I had exceptionally secure servers. Okay, and we had people trying to hack them all the time, you know, because currency is going through there and, and there's transactions and people's data and, and things like that. So, I mean, I know the flaws. And that was back in the day. Now there's even smarter people out here. And when I've got, when we have people, these white hat hackers, and this is the amazing part. These people, a lot of these people knew this was going to happen because if you listen to the colonel yesterday, these guys were getting busy back in September. That's right. 
Think about that. So Trump, his, his administration, probably military people, I'm going to say military people, and these different groups knew that this was going to happen. But here's the sad part. They knew it was going to happen. They saw it happen. They have evidence that it happened. And nobody cares. That's the problem. Why don't we just, because if you're going to use that same attitude, why don't we just go out in the street and start shooting people? You know why? Because it just doesn't matter. Well, right. I mean, isn't that, isn't that where we're, this is nuts. This is so insane. Go steal your neighbor's car, Doug. Your neighbor's got a nice car. Go grab it for me. We're headed that way. Nobody cares. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. We, this is a crime that occurred and we have evidence. We've got, we've got the body, we've got the murder weapons, we've got everything and nobody is listening. And, and where, like, where's the bar? Where's bar? Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Junior's doing something. I hope he's, I hope he's not just setting his, 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 his butt at home. One thing about bar though, and, and I know people are hard on that man. You got to admit, I mean, this guy got handed one of the crappiest jobs on the planet. Yeah, he really did. He really did. And I think as a human being, I think he's a good man. But I don't, like, like you just said, I don't know what's going on. At the same time, if he's doing something positive in this matter, I don't want to hear from him right now. I don't need updates. I really don't. You operate, you get it done, you shut your mouth because when people talk, especially to the press or in the social media, that's when your plans get screwed up. I mean, if I'm if I was going to do a sweep tomorrow, yeah, of every crooked politician, I sure wouldn't announce it on Fox or CNN tonight. <laughs> You, you wouldn't no one would know until, no this this is what's so crazy is nothing is sacred anymore the entire time that that president trump's been in office there's been leaks like a sieve yeah yeah the poor guy every time he turns around and and i think what really really just grinds my ads okay is if this was obama if this was George Bush, if this was Bill Clinton, they'd pick up the phone and they'd go, would you take care of this? And they'd get done. Yeah. Poor Trump. He picks up the phone. There's 52 people listening. <laughs> and the poor guy, can't. They have, they have cornered him in such a manner that I, I hope, I just hope I've underestimated the man. I really do. I would... I know it's a it's a crap sheet right now. I understand that, but I I would work for him in a second. Uh, I agree. And I would never want I, I would never want my face seen on TV. And I get a lot done behind the scenes for him. But I guarantee it. I guarantee I I'd be clean. I'd be cleaning this mess up, and I'd have it cleaned up by January fifteenth, twentieth, or whatever it is. I'd have it cleaned up by the tenth. Well, we we're gonna to the twentieth. We're going to need this cleaned up pretty pretty doggone quick because uh, you're looking at a couple of hard dates here. What December fourteenth um, for the uh, uh, that's a hard date for the electors. Um, and what and and what happens after that? What happens if on the 
the 2nd of January, you know, the, the evidence is irrefutable. And even the Democrats go, oh, my God, look at this. Then what happens? You, you know, th- th- that's a good question. Because, because I know this, this, we're going, we're, yeah, we're going into areas I'm not, I, I, I'm not familiar with them. Well, and, I, this is unprecedented. And that's the thing, folks, if you're listening to this, you know, this is not just idle chat. Okay. I mean, uh, Randy Taylor, myself, we listen to various programs from Bannon's war room to, um, I mean, my goodness, to Bongino to all the way to Infowars to, uh, Tucker Carlson to Sean. I mean, all, all the, the, the litany. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, we, but no one's really addressing the fact that, that we're, we are entering into an area that we haven't seen in modern times. Now you can go back in the electoral college and, you know, if you really want to, if I look, if I want to really sound smart, I could tell you that, uh, you know, we, we have been here before, but not, not exactly here. Um, 1824, we, we didn't get to 270. Okay. Um, 1876, we didn't, uh, there was an issue with, uh, uh, the margins in 2000, as, as in 2000, 1888, was Grover Cleveland versus Benjamin Harrison. I mean, I can rattle this off all day long and sound smart, or at least think I do. But where where we're at now, I don't think we've ever been, and that's that's no. The, this is uncharted uncharted water, my friend. Yeah, and I think one of the things that messed these people up is when Bush Senior died. They're this guy was running things behind the scenes. I don't care what anybody says, Republican, Democrat, whatever. This guy was global cabal material. He was talking about the, the new world order way back when, okay? Even when Nixon was talking about new world order, and I saw the videos of him saying it, George Bush was in the background. Yeah. When, when John F. Kennedy was assassinated, George Bush was in the background. When Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated, George Bush was in the background, okay? And I think what happened is in the middle of Trump's term, George Bush kicked the bucket. So these ass clowns didn't know what to do. And that's why there's so many footprints leading to the scene of the crime. Because if Bush was still alive and his, you know, his mental faculties, <clears throat> we, wouldn't even be ta- we wouldn't even be talking about this, Uh Biden would have won by a landslide. That would have been the end of it. And we, we seriously think about it, Doug. We wouldn't even be talking about this. We'd be we'd be pissed about it. But he didn't make these kind of messes. He didn't allow these kind of messes. He didn't allow these things to be tracked. Back when Clinton was a governor in Arkansas, just like your your show, American Made. They, like I said, they don't just come up with this stuff, okay? They were flying dope into Arkansas. But the other thing I want, I want folks to consider, I want you to think about this. Think about heroin, the drug. Mm-hmm. And I know this, this hits close to home, my friend. In the Vietnam War, heroin hit the United States in a big way because we were in a battleground heavy CIA influence. Yep. And we were in a jungle in an area where the opium and the dope, that, that golden triangle, that, that stuff was flowing. Yep. When we pulled out of Vietnam, heroin died off on the American streets. Heroin went away for a long time. Oh, it was still there if you wanted it. Yeah. 
yeah. but it wasn't there wasn't a dilution of it like they did in the 70s not even close 60s and 70s late 60s and through the 70s yep. um i'm gonna say up to about 75 76 it was a lot of dope on the street heroin and it would it make then it kind of understand how, how that was smuggled in in some cases but go ahead Right, but we were there and profiting off of it. And when I say profiting, I'm talking about as a country, I'm talking about the Central Intelligence Agency was financing their operations with dope. Okay. So then we go through the cocaine phase, cocaine and cowboys, the late 70s and the 80s into the 90s. Yep. Cocaine was the drug of the day. Okay. Then we go into Afghanistan. What happens in the United States? We get flooded on the streets again with dope. We've been in there 20 years. We've been flooded with dope for the last 20 years. People, start putting your brains to work, okay? We are one of the biggest distributors of heroin in the world. Agreed. And it's it's our own intelligence agency doing it. Yep. And they can kiss my ass, okay? I'm calling them out. They're doing it. And as soon as that's why they're so pissed off at Trump about pulling out of Afghanistan. Oh yeah. We're going to pull out. Oh, we're going to pull out of Afghanistan because you got to understand that stuff's being flown right in here. Probably in military transports. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm kidding. No, no, you're, you're Central right. Intelli- Central intelligence agency is like their own little government and their own little army. Yep. Think about this. These people, look at the people they hire, the contractors they hire. I mean, they're paying those jobs. They're not paying those guys 15 bucks an hour. Those are hundreds of thousands of dollars for these guys. And they got them all over the place. You know what I mean? They could, they're the ones that contract these types, the Blackwater types. They, they, I'm telling you, okay? And if you didn't get the idea that this is all about money and dope, and look, go back to, to, to the Iraq war and Halliburton. No bid contracts. No bid contracts. Yep. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Only, this is this or only in the government, yeah. And that's why that's why they want Biden back in office because it's just normal for the United States to be at war. It's a it moneymaker. It's good, it's good for the economy. Yep. Trump is brought about an economy that was good for the people but not so good for the politicians and the agencies and all the people working behind the scenes. And they've, they've been losing. They've been losing. There's no, when we pull, when, when we crushed ISIS and pulled back out of Syria, tons of things that affected pocketbooks that affected budgets that affected lobbying. It people don't get it. The government is a toilet. And when we're at war, we're just pouring stuff into that toilet, just pouring it in there. And this is this is why I support President Trump. Okay, he's not a warmonger. He says, "Don't screw with the United States." That's it. That's all he said. Don't screw with the United States. He He didn't start any wars. Start? He sure finished some. Well, he stopped some. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. You know, uh, Jack Posobiec last night, uh, who I, I know is a friend of the program and is a friend of mine, he and his wife. In fact, uh, uh, I have a picture of uh, 
of us in Washington, D.C., beautiful family. Um, he was on the war room last night with uh, uh, Steve Bannon, and he said the reason these putzes in the various states, including Pennsylvania, including Cutler, uh, the uh, uh, Speaker of the, the House in Pennsylvania, Cutler, the reason they're not speaking up is because exactly what you said, not necessarily with the, with the military aspect of things, but they want to keep what they have. They, they want to keep, they want things to go back to normal, which is, which means not president Trump normal, yeah. but normal Obama, Clinton, Bush, normal establishment, normal. There you go. Swamp normal. There you go. Exactly. And, and it's, it's disgusting, Doug. It's yeah. disgusting. So are the American people going to be surprised? I, I mean, you know, you and I talk about this off fair, but are we going to, are the American people going to be surprised as to what happens? Uh, let's just say that, that president Trump does prevail and successfully gets a second term, which I believe he's got a better than 50% chance of, of, of getting. Yeah, um, it's, it's, he's, he's still viable. Right. So if that happens, and I believe it will, then what? What do you see taking place? Do you see the whole holy hell? I would say, well, first of all, there'll be riots in the streets of the of the liberal left. You know what? Then then put the National Guard in there. Do what you got to do. Right. Okay. Do whatever you got to do. That insurrection act you're talking about, make it happen. Um I don't want them to call on the citizens to take care of it, but I, there's 75 million people that would. Okay. Um, well, it's probably 40 million. Anyway, um, we're, the, the primary thing is that election integrity has to be reestablished. He would have no choice. I would seize every server, every machine, Every last one of them. See, the problem is they're doing all this talking. This is what what annoys me about the FBI and DOJ. Those machines should have already been seized. Yeah. In Arizona, Nevada, every state that's in question, there should have been a warrant issued. They should have been seized, put under guard, military guard, whatever. Um, U.S. Marshals, I don't care. But they should have been secured because... I could have already gone back and cleaned those machines. I can go back and make those machines say whatever I want those machines to say when they do a forensic audit. Um, if you recall, they were talking about people walking around with hard drives in a baggie. With uh, when you pull a hard drive, the ballot image is gone. If if the problem and and it goes back further than even the ballot image. It would be nice to have all the ballot images for audit, but it goes back even further. If you look at it and you say the envelopes and the ballots, remember that we're back to that problem. Right. So even, even with the, even with the ballot images, we still have some problems, but what we would be able to track if we actually had the machines and they hadn't been messed with are those surges that they talked about. Despite. You'd also know, exactly, you'd also know when operator so-and-so, username and password, walked up to a machine and stuck a USB in it. There's always a footprint. 
It's just like if you have your alarm system and you have five people that use it, you have five different user codes. I can call the alarm company. They can tell me who's been in on my building and who hasn't, when they came and when they went. It's that simple. But they're talking about these machines and all, and the machines are still sitting in Democrat land. That, With the exception of Georgia. Those uh, machines should already been seized. Uh, the machines, uh, at least in one county in Georgia, uh, a judge had uh, decided, reversed, and then redecided on uh, on securing the uh, machines in Georgia in one county at least. Um, so that's a good thing. And, and I should add this. Uh, what came out in research, and I'm not sure if, I, I think this did come out in, in the public, you know, the administrative, administrative level access to these machines, you know, and you know this, I know you know this based on your history, for example, password, uh, super one, two, three, that's, that's a common CIA password. Okay. Agency password, um, green, uh, green one, three, seven. These were passwords for ESNS administrative level or ESS machines, administrative level access 10 X, um, pink is one password um that one of my favorites yeah (laughs) so and and each one had back-end connections to the internet each one of course as you mentioned usb drives um that were uh uh, that were used and don't forget a month before the elections in pennsylvania or uh, the general elections a month before a warehouse in philadelphia was burglarized and what 47 usb drives and a a laptop were were taken so um yeah so you're right they they should every one of these should be seized so we're never i don't think this country can ever accept electronic voting anymore after this i don't know do you think i mean and and not and not just those six states i want machines seized from everywhere maine all the places that biden automatically took ones i really want to see are out of california because I was watching election night and when they closed those last precincts out on the West coast, yeah. there wasn't even a discussion. It went boom, 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 blue, blue, blue. And I was like, there wasn't even a, a discussion. They, they had like 1% of the vote in, you know what I mean? It was like automatic blue. And I'll tell you right now, I think honestly, with all the corruption in California, the fact that, all of your really far left renegades are out of California. Okay. The Pelosi's and this, this just, and my, my favorite Ted Lou. Okay. Um, God, I hope I never made them. Um, the, the place is a toilet. Okay. And I sit here and I look at all the people sleeping on the streets and syringes and human feces on the street in San Francisco. And I'm looking at all this and I'm going, do these people seriously vote these people back in? Yeah. Seriously? Seriously? I like, do you like stepping out of your house and on the way to the car, tripping over some human excrement and falling down and jabbing your hand onto a needle? I mean, I don't get the hell is wrong with these people so that said and just for the sake of humanity and to prove to me that they haven't collectively lost their minds out there i would like to see those voting machines 
Same I know way. a lot of people automatically automatically go, oh yeah, of course those are blue states. Not in this election. Trump did a marvelous job. And the polls were all off. They had Trump getting stomped. Even with the cheating, Trump didn't get stomped. Oh, that's true. Which is why we're in this position now, because he beat the algorithm, which is why, in my view, they had to stop the count. In order that's to- why they panicked and shut it down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and that's when they said they were like, oh, my God, he's he kicked Biden's ass. Uh, go down to the warehouse and get those trucks down here with all those fake ballots and bring them in here. I'll tell you what, about 410 at shift change. Yeah. Bring them in. Exactly. And you mentioned the voter, the uh, spikes. I don't think people realize how critical these spikes are. In a five hour period, you had um, um, the the vote spikes two in Michigan, one in Wisconsin, one in Georgia. That, according to all mathematical analysis and analysts, it can only be explained by mechanical insertion of votes fraud um this is so outside of the norm it's beyond the 99.9 percent percentile i mean this would be like bouncing um uh i don't know bouncing it'd be like like, it'd be like me hitting the lottery there you go (laughs) yeah all right twice (laughs) yeah Yeah, twice in a week yes it just doesn't it doesn't (laughs) happen um you know Somebody said this. I don't know who it was, but somebody said this, that um, these aren't voting machines. These are slot machines, essentially. I mean, basically, yeah, these are gambling machines with the fix. Yeah. See, if you go to a if you go to a slot machine in Las Vegas, okay, they can manually go in and set the odds. And the odds are typically on a gambling machine, 92 percent payback. That's an average for a slot machine. These people can go in and not only set the odds, they can take your vote. Okay, that this is what people were, I don't think, were really catching when they were talking about parsing the vote, taking a percentage, meaning assigning a vote that comes in for Biden, giving it a 1.25. Okay, because every four votes that comes in for Biden, then at that point results in a fifth vote automatically. Now to do the, the subtraction for Trump. See what I'm saying? At the same time. Is, yeah. Yes. And here's here's a, there's a video out there. In fact, we'll, we need to pull that up and show the viewers sometime. There's four things live where the numbers went over here, the 542, and instantly right there on the screen, while the cameras were rolling, went from Trump to Biden, exact to the number. Not like rounded or dead. I mean, dead digits. I'm, and you can see it. I mean, it's clear as day. It's five by five, man. You can see it. And and if those just those four instances aren't enough to discredit this election, then we, you know what? We're yeah. And to what you said, and I learned this, I feel kind of smart when learning this, you know, that um, on CNN, um, when or, or any newscast, when they when they say decision desk, uh, 
uh, and they have that gold box on, like in the top right picture in picture it's got the democrat republican and it's usually a gold box mm-hmm. and it's got the the blue and the red but it's gold outline that's by clarity elections okay that's constantly it's fed those numbers are fed by clarity elections and um it's my understanding that that's the barcelona slash frankfurt connection those numbers are coming from exactly what you talked about earlier and that was purchased by uh, oh you mean you mean the computers that weren't connected to the internet exactly right Those. yeah and, and it goes it goes through um uh, ap and then the the decision hq desk or hq decision desk but um so i i, I learned that and i thought wow that, that was pretty interesting i don't know if it makes but and, and oh and then on the bottom which you're referring to in addition to that where it didn't catch up or when it flipped that's the manual input at the uh, networks plural level that are all interconnected so um, that's why there, there was that that little oopsie when they switched because the bottom didn't catch up to the top and and it was clear as day that the vote was switched so you're right and they had and and they had various levels where uh, information could be altered yes. different levels it, it wasn't all saying that you know it happened at machine b over here at this address all over the place i said and I'm, this is just i'm going to surmise um from what i've seen i would say that at every location where they were tallying ballots somewhere in the building someone had server access level at every location where ballots were counted i will i'm going to say that then as those were feeding up in here to a server they had access there I would also go as far as to say in Barcelona and in Frankfurt, they would have access there. Yes. So you see what I'm saying? So if Fred down here, unfortunately got stuck with five Republican observers and could not feed the information in, don't worry, Frank over here has got it covered. You see what I'm saying? They, this, I just, it infuriates me and the reason that people were willing to do this willing to conspire in this crime was hatred of donald trump that's it hatred of donald trump tds overrode common sense what they need to do and what i would do i would stick where we've got clear evidence of cheating clear evidence of fraud i would go ahead and push it through because they got a right to a speedy trial and i would go ahead and i'd slam some of these people with 20 year sentences then i would offer immunity to those that wish to come forward and you know what we'd be looking at a totally different thing right now they'd be lined up wanting to testify about what dominion had them do and what the government had them do but 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 that, that would require the Justice Department to become involved. That would require the FBI. Oh, that would re- that, that would require something rare in the Justice Department called testicles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, which 
I, I, I'm so disappointed in the DOJ. Doug, you know I lost faith in the DOJ 20 years ago. One of the most, yeah. and folks, listen, I'll tell you, one of the most memorable times in my life, and, and this, I remember, I mean, I remember this like it was yesterday, one of the most memorable times is when this, when this man said to me, um, talking about the Justice Department, talking about the FBI, talking about the CIA, talking about the intelligence apparatus uh, of the whole community, community. When he said, I can't tell the good, good guys from the bad guys anymore. And I, I know the context of that statement, but it resonates the same anyway. Um, then I knew that we were in trouble. When they, I was a very good analyst, and you know this. Yep. When they, when I was working with somebody in the DOJ, and they had Obama started bringing in people with no security clearances or anything like that, Middle Easterners, and sticking them in these different spots in the government. And I had a normal contact and I sent some information in. And next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call. And she says to me, she says, don't ever call me again, never. And I said, why? And she said, well, I gave him the information you gave me and the guy wanted to know who you were because my identity was always kept secret. Yeah. And she says, and they wanted to know who you were. And I wouldn't tell them. And she says, and they're threatening me, she said, because they said for you to have that information, that level of information, that you had to be one of them. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Now you're talking about the DOJ coming after me. Yeah. Accusing me of being an Al-Qaeda terrorist. Yeah. I, 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 that, and then I started picking up on other things. And I was like, you know what? I, They can kiss my ass. It ain't happening. And I, I went to Doug and I said, I, I can't, I can't tell the good guys from the bad guys anymore. And that really shook me up. That uh, it really struck me at my at my core because I had poured my heart and soul into this. I probably spent a half a million dollars of my own money. Oh, easy. I'm sure you did. Um, over a period, over a period of about eight years, yep. bringing bringing terrorists to justice, having terrorists killed overseas. Yep. I can tell you stories that I'm gonna write a book one day, folks. I'll, I'll just tell you that. Um, that's you promise. Project here uh, in the next uh, next couple of years. Okay. Uh, my my wife has told me repeatedly, tell your story. You need to because she it, it's it's just one of these things where. I call it divine intervention where God put me in the right places at the right times to make a difference. And at the same time, God also let me know when it was time to leave. And we got a lot done while we were doing it. And, and time to come back. Right. brother. Yeah. We're now and now. Yeah. And, and it's a different enemy, but it's the same enemy. It's an enemy of the United States, foreign and domestic. Yeah. Here's the problem. Before I was focusing on foreign, now I got to come back and focus on domestic. That's okay. That's okay. Cause now you're within reach, really within reach. Gotcha. Andy Taylor. Thank you. You know, I, I want to tell you, um, folks, uh, I'm going to pre I'm going to, I'm going to thank you for, 
for tuning in to this uh, Hagman Report Situation Room broadcast with Randy Taylor, analyst. And I want to thank Randy for your time. I know you're a busy guy, and uh, we're going to be doing this again tomorrow. Um, I, I know that I've, I've kept you over the time allotted, which I apologize. Oh, no, you're, you're, this you're, is our mission, man. That's right. That's right. So, um, folks, if you want to uh, ask any questions of Randy or myself, uh, send it to uh, Randy Taylor at HagmanReport.com. That's Randy Taylor, just like it sounds, T-A-Y-L-O-R, Randy Taylor at Hagman. You can follow me. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, too. Yeah, I do. I do. I follow him. I stalk him like like a little schoolgirl. But (laughs) anyway, um, I, I was... Because I've got what like three Twitter followers <laughs> anymore, you know. Um, it, it's it's amazing uh, this this Twitter. It, but I'm on Parlor. Are you on Parlor? You're on Parlor, right? Yes, I am on Parlor. Yeah. Randy Taylor USA. Yeah, that's that's the place to be. I I, I like Parlor. It, it's a little, you know, the format's a little strange. Yeah, yeah, but, but it, ta- it takes some getting used to. But but yeah, the uh, we're. At least you can say what's on your mind at Parlor, and nobody's going to shut you down. Twitter has become a censored toilet. They, you say something. I have never seen where someone would disrespect the president of the United States with their little post underneath there about this being disputed. I'm sorry. And I really liked it when Trump got in that reporter's butt at the White House about you don't talk to the president like that. (laughs) I would have done that four years ago, and it would have stood Cause I just, I never understood the disrespect from, especially that, that Acosta. Acosta. That, that pig. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it's ridiculous. Uh, it, if it, you don't respect the man, at least respect the office. And there's none there, you know, and, and now they're, they're, what they're doing now, I think is even worse uh, to president Trump, but yeah. It's it's crazy. If he, if he doesn't get yeah, if he doesn't get back in, Doug, they're going to miss him. The United States is going to miss him. Um, yes, and I think if he for some reason does not get back in, I think the United States is going to have a few more problems than missing mm-hmm. him for sure. Well, you, I mean, they got people got to be getting tired of burying their children, man. <laughs> You think about that statement because that's true on a number of levels. Yeah. Randy Taylor, thank you very much. And uh, until tomorrow from the Hagman Report War, War Room, I want to say thank you to all the listeners and supporters and viewers. Please uh, spread the word about this program. And uh, Randy, and, and ladies, and, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, when you're here at the Hagman Report, we, one, I want to say thank you for your support. Um, your moral support, your financial support, please stop by the donate page. Please do that. We, we, we can, we can absolutely use it. it. It takes, it takes funds to do this. It does. And very much so we appreciate you and, and also have a cup of coffee on us. Go to Hagman reports or Hagman That's Hagman Check out our coffee line too. It's darn good coffee. Um, with that, I'm going to just say good night, everyone. Thank you so much. Randy, thank you. And until tomorrow, God bless. Absolutely. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. All right, brother.